can giving feedback be fun? Well, it's a challenge. But let's do this. In today's episode, let's make giving feedback easier for you so it's more motivational, which will give it more joy, more fun, because it is fun to see growth of another person. And that's the role of feedback. Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone. And today, yes, I'm going to be sharing with you how to confidently deliver thoughtful and actionable feedback to deliver it more like a leader than a critic. Because when giving feedback, we don't want it to feel personal. We don't want to do it so it makes someone angry because that's what holds us back from giving feedback. We're talking about feedback that's going to be timely, that's focused on growth or small changes. It's not a performance review. It's not a robust coaching conversation. In fact, this next piece sums it all up. When giving feedback, it's not what you say. People get defensive because of why they think you're saying it. It's not what you say. It's why they think you're saying it. People are trying to read between your lines. They're they're telling themselves a story. Oh, why Why is this person giving me feedback? Why did they want to uh, call me in for that meeting? Or what, what, is it that, what is it that they meant by that? So our feedback has to be clear. It has to be timely and it has to be relevant. Now, first off, feedback can be used for good, just good. No sandwich model here. You know, positive, formative, positive. Uh, in fact, Here's a survey of why feedback can be used just for good. 92% of employees agree that when they're recognized for a specific action, they're more likely to take that action again in the future. The keyword there was specific action. What did that person do? What did you observe? What was the impact that it had? So it might sound something like this. Hey, Alex, in that sales meeting with client XYZ, I heard some great questions from you, especially this one. And that got them thinking about their gaps, which is why we have that second meeting now. Well done. And there we go. Now Alex knows exactly when they did it. What did they do? So they're asking the great, the skill, the question that they did, the behavior that they uh, exemplified, the courage to ask that question uh, and the impact that it had is that it got the client thinking about their gaps and the result was now there's a second meeting and that's all it is. No, no other formative piece. Just let them walk away with that. uh, And that's, they'll repeat that action. And that's what you want to do with feedback because most people want to grow. They want to be more efficient. They want to be productive. They obviously want to be happier and they would welcome feedback to get there. So the challenge, though, is that ourselves, we've kind of told a story to ourselves about feedback because we've all had those, those types of feedback that felt focused on our personality flaws rather than improvements on our process. And uh, we've all heard those, uh, hey, uh, Joel, uh, can we talk at the end of the day? Or, hey, Joel, uh, you have five minutes. Uh, I need to uh, share something with you. Uh, and so we've all had those gut-wrenching moments about, oh, here it comes. Because I think we've all been there. You've never been called into the principal's office because you got an A. So one, we can give positive feedback. Two, it's up to us to start changing the role that feedback has. So let's start here by asking yourself these questions. One, 
to answer the question about why is this person ask, giving me feedback is to make sure, ask yourself this question. What's the intention behind my words? What's the intention behind my words? So is my intention to embarrass them? Because no matter what my words are, it, uh, as I'm trying to hide that, uh, but my body language, my tone of voice, my choice of, wor- choice of words are going to betray me. Two. Uh, next question I ask myself, am I too task focused? Now, sometimes feedback is simply try this. But if there's a gap, then it can't be task focused. We can't get someone to do something until we find out what the gap is. So question to start again is, am I clear on my motive, on my intention? Is my intention for giving this feedback about growth, helping them grow, helping them about collaboration? So let me share with you an example here. Chris is on your team and has been doing what you feel is the minimum of what's being asked. You've been waiting for their PowerPoint to be delivered again, and the past versions have lacked details, and you've given notes that they need more facts. Now, of course, each time they they hand it in, you're secretly hoping that they take your notes and delight you with the next version. And this, unfortunately, does not happen. And you're now frustrated and decide it's time to go beyond notes. It's time for feedback. So the first thing you want to do is you have to ask yourself, what is my motive in giving feedback? Now, your objective is probably going to be very clear. You want Chris to be better. But if you're just focused on that, well, then you're just going to be setting yourself up uh, and Chris for feedback failure because you're going to let your frustrations be your guide. Why can't you be better, Chris? And when that happens, like I said, your words, your tone of voice, your body language uh, are all influenced by that emotion of frustration, which is going to lead to that unconscious intention to possibly make Chris feel smaller. And that's not what we want. We want to help Chris grow and feel uh, more productive and more efficient and more happier. So we need to rewrite the script. So we need to set the feedback up for success and change our motive. Uh, So if our intention now is I want to help Chris grow. And for example, I want to focus on the future, not the past, and maybe even find a mutual purpose as we look at doing this PowerPoint together. So some questions that I might even want to ask myself um, is um, I want to be curious here. I don't want to be assumptive. So some thoughts that are going to help me with, with that intention could be, well, how confident was Chris to take the lead on this PowerPoint? Uh, was Chris being too cautious to maybe not overstep? Did Chris fully understand the directions? Did Chris know how much freedom they had to be creative? And so this gets me thinking uh, that on a deeper level about how I maybe want to start that conversation. Because when we're clear on our intentions, you're, we're answering the question, which is, why are they giving me this feedback in their talk? So if Chris has that feedback that's maybe focused on the future, not the past, or focused on that mutual purpose, uh, and they will be more open to receiving it now and in the future. Because let's face it, we tend to react to events emotionally first, and then we're going to use logic to substantiate it. So if you set up a safe climate to give feedback and make your why very clear to the other person, their temperature lowers, their stomach untightens, and they can hear the logic behind the emotions. I'm going to share with you a difficult feedback scenario, but before we do that, here are top six reasons why feedback is not fun. And then we'll do top six ways to make your feedback effective. So here we go. Top six reasons why feedback is not fun. Number one, when it is to place blame. Two, to show dominance. Three, it's overly directive. 
Uh, number four, when the giver or receiver is overly emotional. This is maybe not the right time to give feedback. Again, maybe your frustration level is, a, is at a high level. It's now is not the time because you can't manage your own emotions. Or the other person is very upset. That's not the time to give feedback. Number five, there is no opportunity for genuine dialogue. And number six, focus on the personality rather than the behavior or the problem. So here we go. Top six ways now to make your feedback effective. The feedback provider is trusted by the feedback recipient. That's number one. So in other words, if you don't have that trust, start building it now. Number two, we talked about intentions. The feedback is conveyed with good and clear intentions. Three, the timing and circumstances of giving feedback are appropriate. One is that it's timely. It happened recently. Uh, and we've had a chance for maybe emotions to come down a little bit. Uh, and number four, the feedback is given in an interactive manner. So what that means is try to avoid leading questions such as, mm, I don't think you've been working up to your potential. What do you think? So you're going to start showing up on time, right? <laughs> Number five, the feedback message is very clear. People can't read our minds. So have that in the back of your mind. They don't have ESP. It's not proven. And number six, the feedback is helpful to the recipient. Remember, feedback is focused on growth, collaboration, and that it's helpful. Hi, I'm Joy Newhold, and we'll be right back to our interview. When I started the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company in 2002, I never would have imagined that one day we would have a podcast. So first, I want to thank you for listening and share some really exciting information about our organization with you. For years, we have made our live instructor-led software and soft skills training, consulting and coaching services customizable to meet the unique needs of each client and committed ourselves to a high quality of customer service. This combined to make the learning experience better for the participants and the planning process easier for the organizer. We love helping our clients so much we also develop many additional free resources to help you along the way, and this podcast is just one of them. At greatcanadiantraining.ca, you will find our free monthly webinars, blog articles, and free downloads covering everything from building better dashboards in Excel to navigating difficult conversations and everything in between. So make sure to join us at greatcanadiantraining.ca. But for now, I better let you get back to the podcast. Please enjoy the rest of the interview. So let's talk about some examples of difficult feedback, and then we'll put our three stars, we'll put our three takeaways uh, into action here. So example of difficult feedback, Pat is on your team, Pat's a direct, or Pat is a direct report. Uh, Pat is unfortunately volatile, not at all a team player. Everyone gets along great on the team, except Pat. And Pat always tries to point out everyone's faults, but not their own. Colleagues say it is very difficult to talk to Pat. Oh, my chest was tightening as I was saying the story. I don't know about you. So here's a couple of ideas on what we can do. And the first one is going to be counterintuitive. But maybe you've tried this. Assume the best. Right. You might be thinking, uh-huh. Yeah, right. There's no way that Pat is that unaware. Uh, sure. That might be the case. 
but it's your ability to approach the conversation as a curious mentor rather than the frustrated or defensive manager that's going to ensure the conversation goes smoothly. Uh, in fact, you know, a lot of times people like a pat, uh, and I could think of a, a couple of people that I've, that I've known in, in my time, uh, they fit this description and they had no idea that that's how they were coming across because in their mind, they were just trying to make things better. And then don't point, number two, don't point, include them. Resist the urge to use labels like, oh, you're volatile, you're not a team play, you're difficult. Begin to describe the problem by saying, uh, I'm not sure that you're intending this, or I'm not sure you're even aware, or this may come as, this may come as a surprise to you. And this gives Pat the chance to process this feedback without reacting to labels that may, that may feel un fair. And so this is part of also assuming the best, that we, we want to give them the benefit of the doubt. And share facts, not conclusions. So statements like, you know, oh, everyone gets along great in the department except Pat are conclusions. Uh, not only are conclusions possibly wrong, because we don't always know all the backstories, but they can also lead to defensiveness, obviously. Um, so a fact could be this. And using the I message when sharing a fact. So I versus uh, what other people are saying. I noticed, for example, I noticed that when we reach consensus, I heard you come up with excuses or reasons why the decision is bad or unachievable. So by sharing that factual, observable behavior, you can quickly get to the heart of the issue. Uh, and then Pat can account for the things uh, that have actually uh, happened. The important part about all of this, uh, these three things, is that uh, we're giving Pat the benefit of the doubt. Uh, we're not trying to solve Pat. We are bringing this to Pat's attention, and we're trying to get dialogue going, which is the most important part here, is to maybe find out a little bit more about what's going on behind Pat's intentions for why they're doing this. And we do want to be able to share the impact. You can address the impact, which is, you know, assuming that a reasonable, rational person will be concerned about those some of those consequences, like uh, loss of uh, friendship within the team, or maybe goodwill, or maybe their own reputation. Um, so resisting the urge to maybe jump to uh, a disciplinary consequence like performance improvement plan, probation. Instead, let them know, for example, that when they raise their voice, uh, every when Pat raised their voice, everybody got quiet and ideas stopped flowing. Again, the focus here is maybe small changes. This isn't a coaching. This is about a feedback. And the behavior may not completely change overnight, but now you're making them aware about one type of behavior. And this gives them the opportunity to change that behavior based on how it might be impacting those around them and the outcomes that Pat cares about. Well, I hope that this has been helpful. Uh, and if you want more on giving effective feedback, then do join us at Great Canadian Training uh, for our free webinar, Give Feedback Like a Leader, Not a Critic, on October 19th, 2022. Uh, also, if you want to build your feedback skills and confidence, then sign up for our next public sessions on July 15th, August 8th, or September 1st. So head on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca for the register for the free webinar on October 19th or register for our public classes on the 15th, August 8th, or September 1st. Uh, and if you want to book a private session, uh, then contact us at info at Great Canadian Training for more information.
And now it's time for our three stars, no trois étoiles. These are the three takeaways from today's episode that you could put into practice. All right, we talked a lot of, a lot about tips uh, and strategies. So here we narrowed it down to our three. So number three, what's your intention? Growth, help them to be feel more efficient, more productive, collaboration. As an example, focusing on the future, not the past. Number two, speaking of focus, focus on the problem or the behavior, not the person. What's the situation specifically? And think about this, soft on the person, assume the best, hard on the problem. How can we try to solve this together? And number one, feedback is timely. Did this happen recently? Is this a good time to deliver the feedback? And here's something you can apply immediately as a next step. Give positive feedback and say what it was the effect it had and what was the situation. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us in our search for what makes a great communicator. If you enjoyed the show, then please leave a rating or review. Even better, subscribe to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast and make sure you don't miss another episode. Let's stay connected. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at GCT underscore CompuEase. And if you'd like more information, free resources or class schedules on everything from software to soft skills training, consulting or coaching, then go on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. Thank you and we will see you next episode.